The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And, of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. On the show today, we're going to talk about Rome, more details on Roman Reigns' new deal with WWE. We're going to be talking about... Some former WWE tag champions potentially splitting up. We're also going to review last night's impact in yesterday's NXT UK. Talk about the return of a huge event, Larson, that we're very excited yes, about. Yes, very excited about. Very excited but about. But first, let's talk about MJF. Very well. Uh, so Fightful Select reported last month that MJF and Tony Khan, where did you put that? <laughs> you did that, myth. Got into a heated discussion. MJF and Tony Khan got into a heated discussion, which apparently left both frustrated MJF about his contract, Tony Khan about MJF doing an interview without clearing it with AWPR. While it was reported that the two had seemingly worked out their issues, Fightful Select is now reporting that MJF is currently leaning towards leaving AEW when his contract expires in 2024. Fightful adds that there have been some discussions of contract negotiations between AEW and MJF, 
But Fightful was unable to confirm whether these discussions would be for an extension or a renegotiation of his current deal. In the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, Dave Meltzer wrote about MJF's situation, stating, This is one of those situations where a lot is dependent on whether AEW gets a big rights fees increase, which would also be for 2024, although they'll know their 2024 revenue by early to mid-2023, long before the MJF deal is up. Plus, who knows who will be hotter in six months, let alone in two years, other than WWE will be enormously profitable and alive, and AEW will be alive, and how profitable depends on a deal not yet made. So, Larson, what do you think? Confirm for us now, is MJF leaving AEW for WWE? Uh, I'm going to push too soon to tell, and here's why. <laughs> Two years to wait. You suck. Two years. <laughs> I know MJF, years, like for the, even for the last several months, has been part of his whole thing is bidding war of 2024. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, he's going to try to get himself the best contract possible, and you can't blame him for that. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, uh, what, in his mid-20s, mm-hmm. super young. Um, by the time his contract is up, his brand will probably n- never be hotter, you know? Yeah. He's going to reach like peak popularity up to this point. Um, you know, he'll probably have an AW championship title reign under his belt. That'll happen by the end of this year. It's entirely possible. Way. It's probably going to be um, September. He is going to be a hot, 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 hot free agent. Probably the hottest on the market in the year 2024. Although I don't know who else's contract is up. Um, he can almost name his price. Now. Melser is correct here, though, because, you know, uh, AEW, given their current TV deal, they have a budget they got to work with it. And I don't know whether these conversations about a new contract, you know, Fifel to say whether it's extension, uh, renegotiating the current deal, don't know. Um, if they get more money in the next TV deal, they will then, in theory, be able to spend more money on contracts. And if, if WB comes and backs up the Brinks truck for MJF, AEW can at least make that competitive. Whereas now, I don't know if that's the case. You know, if 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 uh, Johnny Laurinaitis comes calling to MJF and says, we'll "Hey give kid, you, we'll give you Cody money." Yeah, I don't know if I don't know I don't know if Tony Khan can match that. Yeah, but now in 2024, if they get a nice TV deal, you know, a, a substantial increase what they got now, it's entirely possible he can at least get close enough. So MJF has to think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, all that's true. Look, here's the thing. He's going to leave AEW at some point. Yeah. You know why? Because he's got like 20 more years at least on his career. It's entirely possible when his contract's up in two years, he will have accomplished a lot of the stuff he probably set out to do signing that first deal. What's Thinking the maybe best he's going to take a couple of contracts to get there. What's the best way to maintain your relevancy, Larson? Hop back and forth. Hop back and forth. He could go back and forth. If pro wrestling contracts, let's say that because on average are like three years long, right? Yeah, let's just three say to five, three, three to years five. long. Right, three to five. We've heard some are two, some are five, some are three. You don't really hear about four-year deals. But I've heard all three of those numbers. He could move back and forth six times, mm-hmm. three times per company if he wants yep. to. And honestly, it'd probably be smart. I wouldn't be shocked if Cody went back to AEW before be everything's surprised. said and done. I think he's going to WWE to do the one thing that he probably – Set out to do when he started his wrestling career, and that's be WWE champion. 
Well, I think he's setting out to make a bunch of money. Well, that's, <laughs> that's what I, mean, I, I wonder. I always wonder if, like, I mean, how much of that is is he just putting that out there? I mean, wrestling's a business, you know. It is. Wrestling's yeah, yeah obviously, it's business. I'm sure getting a, a nice fat paycheck is great, but in at the same time, he seems very t- Cody. That is seems conscious and wanting to build upon his family's legacy, and. Yeah, money might be the primary motiv- motivating factor in reality, but I'm sure going to WWE and getting the, the title his dad never got probably does mean something to him. I wouldn't be surprised that really does mean something to him. So let's go back to MJF. He's super young. Yeah. Honestly, like, like you said, the, one of the more important points of what you said is at a certain point coming up very shortly before this two years is over, he is going to have done pretty much everything there is to do in this run in AEW. I mean, he has been a featured main attraction the entire time, and that wouldn't shock me if that was sort of the, you know, who knows what kind of deal he signed at the outset. Mm-hmm. But he probably thinks, hey, I'm using, I'm being used in spots with Jericho, with CM Punk, and I'm not getting near, because you know he ain't getting near the money. No, not even. I'd be kind of surprised if he was getting like a fifth of the money those guys are getting. I mean, if if Punk, let's say Punk is making a million a year. Oh, you yeah. think MJF is making even half that just on his salary? No, I'd be surprised. I don't if think he's so. Half that. He, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's making one, two hundred thousand. That's what I would think. That's what I would but think. We yeah. have no information about this. this. Is conjecture. And Punk but, might be making more than a million. I, I, I would be making like two million a year or yeah. three. Yeah. So. That being said, um, I think that it, for MJF, it would not shock me. I mean, just even even if you take the money thing out of it, as a wrestler, if you want to keep on increasing your value, be unpredictable. Keep on going different places. Yep. Yep. And when I say different places, I mean, honestly, it's going to be one of two places, WWE, know, He's not going to go Impact. Imagine MJF and Impact. I don't want to. All right. I love Impact, but mm. so imagine, no. Honestly, imagine if Tony Khan. I was thinking about this yesterday on Impact when Gail Kim was announcing the uh, the Queen of the Mountain thing. They do they do such great work with everybody they have. I know. Imagine I know. if Tony Khan was like, you know what? Hands off. I'm going to give my women's division to Gail Kim. I'm going to give my everything else to uh, to Scott Demore. Dude, I think I think AEW would get like creatively speaking. Look, they already do pretty good. Yeah. But man, I think you'd see a lot more interesting acts fe- being featured in interesting ways. Anyways, that's entirely so far possible. Beyond entirely the point. possible. So, uh, you know, obviously MJF is 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 one of AEW's top stars, arguably their top heel. Yeah. Um, and him going to WWE in a couple of years would be a pretty massive loss for AEW. But let's talk fit for MJF and WWE. Now they're on a thing. WWE is now on a thing where they want uh, 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 like athletes, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they're not necessarily looking in the independent ranks, not to say they won't not. Sorry. AEW is not independent, but you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. You know, historically the last few years, people signed to NXT have been from the Indies. Now they're bringing in collegiate athletes to develop from the ground up pretty much. Obviously, MJF is the type of star that he's going to sign. He's going to main roster. And because he's a pretty massive star, plus that's a huge get from AEW, he's going straight to the main roster. Uh, That being said, what kind of fit do you think he will have within WWE? He's not going to have the same degree of uh, flexibility 
of say into his creative, I would think, that he does now. He's not a star, at least in WB's eyes, I wouldn't think, of Cody's magnitude. I mean, they're going to bring him in to be MJF, but are they going to let him have, to a degree, free, free reign on the mic like he has now? I don't know that he does now. I mean, I don't know. I look at Cody. Is there that much of a difference between Cody and WWE and Cody AEW? Vince literally said, Cody, we want you from yeah. AEW to be here. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I get that. But but MJF will, will in his promos, go to places that Cody doesn't go in terms of getting MJF, MJF is at his weakest when he does that. I agree. I agree. And and I honestly think if you look at and it's funny because we brought this up on the AEW review the other day. If you look at that Wardlow contract signing here in, in, in May of 2022, that same contract signing, had it been a year ago, would have been 10 minutes longer mm. of just him talking. Yeah. Because he has found a way to become much more efficient with what he does. And on top mm. of that, if you get rid of the low-hanging fruit, if you get rid of the cheap vulgarity, he's better. He's a much better yeah, promo. He he's really a is. much more effective promo. He and is. he gets the same amount of heat, even more when he ditches that stuff. So I think it would a move to WWE. And I think and I hope, I hope that we will see a bit less of the of the stuff that just sort of makes your eyes roll. And more of the substantive stuff that he gives us when he's at his best, mm -hmm. and I think I think in that regards WWE would be a fine fit for him. I, I think he can be just as quote unquote edgy mm -hmm. as he is at his best in AEW. He can do that in WWE, and on top of that, if we're talking about backing up the Brinks truck, what is what is that? Usually, portend in WWE that they have plans for you and that they'll try their best to utilize you. Uh, to the fullest of their abilities. You're yeah. going to be featured in a major way. They're not. He's not going to get stuck. And let's just d divorce ourselves from this idea. He's going to get stuck in the 24/7 division. Oh, he's no. going to be. Uh, he's going to be off TV, stuck in catering. They're not going to be paying a guy two million a year, which is probably around what he'd command in WWE or more. They're not going to be paying a guy two million a year to sit in catering. They don't do that, and you can look at history for that. Um, so yeah, I think that WWE, they'd be happy to have him. Uh, if he had come up in NXT, if they had grabbed him early on, then yeah, he'd be a manager on main roster yeah, right I now. I know he would be, he but would that's be. not the case. He's built himself into a huge deal in AEW. WWE would love to buy that. And I think that's separate. That's when we talk about exceptions to the whole, you know, next in line thing that they do, the college thing. Mm-hmm. This is absolutely an exception to that. I don't think they wouldn't do this for like a Lance Archer or Brian Cage or one of those guys. No. For an MJF, they would want exactly what you see on AEW. Yeah. You just ditch some of the vulgarity, say, look, you can say shit, but we're going to bleep it. And then, and sometimes they don't. Yeah. Uh, and then he'd end up on Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. yeah. Uh, FTW, uh, Weird Assassin here in chat, brings up Bruce Pritchard, I think, in relation to, to MJF. If I remember correctly, they had a good relationship working together in MLW. I re I think you're right about that. So, I think I remember reading that as well. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if, if Bruce Pritchard has his back and vouches for him, that could go a long way. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. 
we can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. All right, let's talk about the latest on this Roman Reigns business. So, of course, over the last week or so, there was reports he signed a new deal, be working fewer dates. He wasn't working at all during the summer, but maybe he was. So uh, reports were yesterday that Roman had been pulled from advertising for next month's Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. You know, pretty much saying, hey, head of the table's not going to be at Hell in a Cell. Yeah. So uh, Dave Meltzer offered up the latest on Roman's schedule for the foreseeable future in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletters. What Dave had to say, quote, Reigns' exact schedule and details of it weren't clear past that he will work television dates, but not every week, may, be, may not be doing house shows much longer, or if so, very limited, and he won't even be on every pay-per-view show. There was a report that he had agreed to do only the major pay-per-view shows per year, meaning largely the planned stadium shows and Saudi Arabia shows. One person in the promotion with knowledge of the deal said the report of six wasn't exactly accurate but close, and this year the number of stadium shows and Saudi Arabia shows would be eight. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, And Melster talked about perspective or planned uh, challengers for Roman through the summer. And uh, among the shows, apparently Roman will be uh, reportedly headlining his clash at the castle. Of course, that's emanating from Wales uh, early September. And Meltzer noted that Drew McIntyre is expected, though not confirmed, to be Roman's opponent. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes all the sense. Yeah, they're really booking Drew crazy strong these Mm -hmm. days. He looks great facing off against Roman. He ain't going to win shit. But... Good feud for him. He'll win everything. That doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I mean, look, this isn't this. It's it's good, you know, clarification here. I'll be honest, man. I think WWE for right now, anyways, they got a decent hand when it comes to their roster. Like the most overact in the company right now is clearly RK Bro. Mm-hmm. It's the tag team champions, which been a while since we've been able to say that. Know. You know what I mean? I um, you got that going on, Roman. He's got proxies he's got the usos mm-hmm. who can sort of take his place so the specter of roman with the bloodline is kind of enough in certain situations um they they really do they've got a lot going on right now they and do. uh you know they got cody he's like super over as well rollins I mean, is doing great work Yeah, over on raw there's five six maybe seven people that, that you could push and be consistently the main event of pay-per-views you got edge you got yeah. aj you got cody you got seth you got lashley yeah, yeah. you know 
There's a lot. I mean, they they do they they've got one sort of Cena level guy with Roman, but mm-hmm. their depth is really really good in terms of being able to carry. As long as they keep the you know if if they tr- if they actually put some effort into creative, you know, which is hit or miss. Yeah. Um. They'll they'll, they'll be fine in terms of keeping fan interest. I think yeah, with definitely. Roman. It, Utilize Roman in the proper way in your schedule. Mm-hmm. It'll probably mm-hmm. be fine. I mean, it's easy for him to come out and do a promo and says, "I've beat everybody. I'm such a massive star. I'm the I'm the attraction here in WWE. So you'll see me when it's important. Essentially, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that, that's absolutely. easy enough for him to do. Absolutely. Uh, so, anyways, let's talk about this. Continuing on with some WWE stuff, uh, we might be seeing a splitting finally of some former WWE tag champions, and, and in fact, their family members as well, Larson. I'm not talking about the Usos. They're the current SmackDown tag champions. No, I'm talking about the Mysterios. Yes. In this week's Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Dave Meltzer reports that former tag champions Ray and Dominic Mysterio, a.k.a. Gunther, might be split up once Ray returns to action, saying, quote, Ray Mysterio has, as of late, gotten more stem cell treatments for injuries. Dom Mysterio hasn't been used with the idea that he's injured from Veer Mahan. There is at least talk of them not being put together going forward, although without the connection to Ray, there's really not much they can do with Dom on main roster. They had to build an angle sometime back where Ray basically told Dom it's time for him to go on his own, and then it was promptly forgotten. And they've done a number of angles building to a split that were then dropped. So it appears when it comes to them, ideas are started and dropped all the time. That is totally true. That's yeah, that's not an, something an that's, uh, that's exclusive to Ray and Dom Mysterio either. No, it's a tried and true formula for WWE. It's it how they really make is. other billions of dollars. <laughs> Apparently, hey, let's start something and not finish it. Um, yeah. Oh, you're going to give us another billion dollars? Thanks. I mean, it seems like they, from a character perspective, they need to do something with Dom to make him more interesting. Yes, Steve. I have an idea. Can I pitch it to you, please? Sure, please. Do you want to uh, pitch it to me or do you want to pitch it to the powers that be in WWE? You can talk directly to the camera if you want to. Can I talk to Bruce? Sure, talk to Bruce Pritchard himself. Go ahead. Bruce, let me chat you up. You got a good thing going right now with horny NXT. Have Dom go to NXT, and it's like his spring break. Like, he's like, you know, Poppy, I got to go to NXT now. I want to go on kind of an excursion, a mini excursion. He might even go to, like, the UK, but let's focus on NXT 2.0. Dom goes there. He's like, hey, I'm already a big deal because I was in fucking main roster, right? I can run this place. Yeah. But then he realizes the problem. He wears really tight pants, and there's all these like super sexed up superstars there talking about uh, toxic attraction, Grayson Waller. There's something for everybody there, man. And he's walking around with just a boner all the time, and that's his gimmick. Guy with like, at this point, right? You got Jensen, who's a chronic masturbator, and yeah. he's just trying to get laid, right? Yeah. You got toxic attraction, they're super sexual. You got all this stuff going on. Why not just, ha- just, just come out with it, have a dude with a boner all the time? And that's Dom Mysterio. There's no mystery to Dom Mysterio. We can see it all. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that is, that's a story. They'd run with it. They would and that, love here's that. Here's the thing. That's a story. And it's more than what he's got now. You yeah, know, I know. I, I th- he's I got nothing now. He's got nothing This is now. what you do. He's like, man, I got these really tight pants on. It shows everything. Yeah. So then he's like, man, I got I to gotta loosen up a little bit. Anybody got some sweatpants around here? Oh, oh these gray sweatpants? Great. They're gray sweatpants. Why is it you can still see everything in gray yeah. sweatpants? Maybe then what he ends up doing, this is where it is, his, 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 his tights underneath the sweatpants. Yeah, Dong Mysterio. There you go. <laughs> he's no longer Dom. 
He's dong. Shout out to White that's, Brownie for having that's, dong. That's, that's the story, at least. Um, I, look, I, it ain't I, I no less horny time. than anything in NXT, man. That, that is a horny show. I, I think some time in NXT would actually do Dom a lot of good in terms of developing a character. I agree. No, absolutely. Because right now, like, there's not much of a character there. And I you think, know, dude, honestly, putting it. So I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm just gonna throw this out there. Put him with Legato, right? I mean, how great would that be? The, the Lucha tradition, Ray, him, all the shit. You put him with Legato, and then he can learn, and then he comes back like a twisted version of, like, he's a corrupted, horny version of himself. How mm-hmm. great would that be? Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. They got to do something. He's a decent wrestler, but for me, at least, the missing thing is, like, he's just a decent wrestler. There's not much going on there beyond decent wrestler. And here's the thing. You can't just be a decent wrestler. There's too many, re- like, the roster... The roster is too loaded. Yep. Like I hate to to like do this, but like in terms of power ranking, who you want to see wrestle a match, he's so far down on the list. Like there's not a lot of people that he's really markedly better than. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Or worse, better, whatever. There's like so many other people way better than him on the roster that I'd mm-hmm. rather see. Mm-hmm. And so you got to make up with it somehow. It's got to be a character thing. Mm-hmm. Take him down to NXT, completely revamp him, show us his journey yeah. towards being a realized character. And here's the thing. Apparently NXT is going to start touring again in Florida. Like you read that yesterday. Yeah, I know. I saw that. And that's, great. you know, have him get more reps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so not only sure. it'll enhance his in-ring work, it'll enhance his character work too. Yeah, no, absolutely. I he, agree. He just, he just needs more reps. It feels like give him more reps, give him a character more reps. Absolutely. Gray sweatpants. Let's talk about this, man. Oh yeah. This is exciting. This is very exciting. This is great. Apparently, Nashville is going to be the wrestling capital of the United States this summer. We got Impact Slam anniversary June 19th. And then, of course, the biggest party of the summer, yeah. WWE SummerSlam, is going to be going down in the Music City on July 30th. It was announced today that SummerSlam won't be the only show in Nashville that weekend, though, because StarCast is back, baby. The three-day convention will happen July 29th through 31st. At the Nashville Fairgrounds. Woo-hoo. In an interview with Sports Illustrated, StarCast organizer Conrad Thompson teased who we might be seeing at the convention, saying, you're going to hear from some names we haven't heard from in quite a, a long while, and there will be some others who we may be hearing from for the last time. We'll start all those announcements next. Is he busy announcing some deaths on the horizon? What the hell? He says, tickets for the event go on sale May 20th. StarCast.com. Is he alluding? Are, are two of these names that he's talking about? Steven Larson, we did StarCast a couple times, and it was awesome. It was a blast. We did the first two, yeah. We did the first two. So can we confirm here? We're going to do Nashville this year? Well, I don't. I I looked at the website. (laughs) They only have information for buying tickets and getting a hotel room. That's it. One step at a time. So I don't know if it's going to exist how it did when we were there in terms Mm, of vendor booths and such. And if there are vendor booths, then yes, that's a conversation we will need to have. Yeah, especially if there's if there's like a live like last time when there was a live podcast uh, uh, element Stage, yeah. to it that we yeah. did. And it was awesome. It was great. We did Friendo Fest there. Mm-hmm. I would love to do another Friendo Fest. Like you said, it depends on, you know, what they're going to be doing. If it's going to be friendly to that kind of element, then it's a definite possibility. The thing that I definitely like about it, though, is that it's back, which means they might do more like this might be a situation yeah. where. They're there in Nashville, no saying they're not going to be. Because you, you and I have discussed, and we really want to do Mania, like mm-hmm. actually go to WrestleMania night one, but also mm-hmm. do a convention there. If mm-hmm. StarCast is one of those conventions there, 
high probability that we're going to be you know available there. Yeah, Starcast yeah. was a lot of fun. It was yeah, really yeah. Cool. Starcast the two times we did it was an absolute blast. And, mm-hmm, yeah. and yeah, if they're if they're having vendors there, uh, it's entirely possible we'll be there again. Remains to be seen, Ab- but it's entirely possible. Absolutely. So stay tuned for that. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, Let's talk about Impact Wrestling. Another fun show with some pretty big announcements now that Slammiversary is mm-hmm. on the horizon. Mm-hmm. We know now who will be taking on the walking weapon himself yes. uh, for that gold, for that title uh, at Slammiversary. It's, of course, the leader of Young Love. I mean, Violent by Design, Yeah, Eric Young. That's pretty exciting. They had this awesome gauntlet match last night. It was a lot night. of fun. It was a lot of fun. It lasted yeah. like half the entire episode. Yeah, it was like the last 40% of the episode. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, they had Gail Kim announce the first ever Queen of the Mountain match. Five competitors: uh, Tasha Steeles, uh, Chelsea Green, Jordan Grace, Deanna Parazzo, and Mia Yim are going to be in this bout. Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah. darn exciting. They're 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 all in on going to uh, Slammiversary, building that show up. Twentieth anniversary of the company, so it makes sense. Yeah, no, it was cool. They did that that gauntlet thing because, like, that's apparently how Ken Shamrock won the vacated yeah. NWA. You know who had the title before Ken Shamrock, Larson? What year was it? Do you remember? Two thousand two. Was it Ron Killings? Uh, no, he won it. I think after that. I think oh. he won it during TNA. But this was when TNA started. The Jarretts cut a deal with uh, the NWA and said, hey, we got a TV thing. Yeah, we yeah. want to put the title there. And the person who held the title was like, I'm not going to buy into this Mickey Mouse fantasy. Of oh, yours. it was Dan Severn then. <laughs> it was Dan Severn. I think he won it in, in Japan. Oh. And uh, and then he held it. And then, yeah, he was like, I'm not going to deal with TNA. I don't want to do this. He's mm-hmm. like, TNA, what's that? This, that's mm-hmm. making a mockery of our sport. Um, so, yeah. I had to do a little bit of research because I thought that I always that's always interesting me. The NWA title stuff is always interesting. Oh, it's wildly fascinating. You know wildly who the current NWA champion is? Is it still Trevor Murdoch? No, it's Matt no. Cardona. It's Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona. The next yeah. pay per view they, they named it after him, basically. Um, I think they said during this episode, uh, in fact, this first match of qualifier, uh, there's an Ultimate X match at Slammiversary two. Yes, so that's they're right. Just, they're just doing everything. We got uh, Bandi- no, not Bandi- Laredo Kid and Mike Bailey, Speedball. They're in a match to move ahead to the ultimate. How yeah, many- is that- that's a multi-man thing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Five or six okay. people, I think, yeah. That'll be good. Yeah, Ace Austin wasn't on this episode. He was on Being the Impact. He was well, on he's, the pre-show. He's, he's in Best of Super Juniors right now. Oh, okay. 
Okay. So he's gonna be when off. Does that start? Does that start this I weekend? Think it, I think it's already it's either either already starting or or just about to start. Oh shit. That's cool. But the Dan the Severn, gear. by the way, is in still amazing shape. We yeah, saw him at Starcast a couple of years ago, yeah. anyways. Yeah. And he is he looks phenomenal. Yeah, he looked like he could still wreck people. Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Big dude. Yeah, he is. Uh, uh, let's get into this here. So the show opened up with an Ultimate X qualifier, Kenny King versus Chris Bay. Sorry, Steve, will you please? Chris Bay. So they're really Nobody uh, gets that, man. Nobody's on that's, that's how it pops, Adam Mayhem wants It pops people. me, and that's why I ask you to do it. He once had a match with Chris Bay, and he said, I had a match with Chris Bay? Yeah. Sinbo D? Um, the story of this one, uh, at least the commentary was pushing, was that uh, Kenny King was a bit of a mentor for Chris Bay. Yeah. And Maria was on commentary advancing that story. Eventually, though, she gets off commentary, distracts Chris Bay when he goes to the top rope, allows Kenny King to hit uppercut. Uh, he's looking for a superplex. Chris Bay fights him off. Uh, Kenny King, though, hits an insigiri and uh, a royal flush to get the win. I appreciate that Kenny King went for a, a cheaty uh, pin. <laughs> this oh. dude hugged the rope as much as I've ever seen anybody hug know, a rope. I know. And then Maria on commentary is like, why did they disc? Why did they? Why did the ref not count that? He was resting his arm. I know. It's like it was an act. He didn't mean to. He wasn't trying to cheat. He was just resting. Maria Canales is an absolute joy. She's hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty. That was pretty funny. Uh, was pretty after funny. that, we had uh, Alicia Edwards banging on Giselle's lock, Giselle, Giselle Shaw's locker room, saying our match is next. And Giselle exit and asks Alicia, "Why are you being so bossy?" Yeah. So you know that that team ain't gonna fucking that ain't gonna. No, lose. they had a match next and they lost the influence for the <laughs> Knockouts tag title. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that was just because uh, 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 Tennille and Madison Rain are a cohesive team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, they hit their finish on uh, Alicia. Probably Alicia Edwards. Yeah, yeah, Alicia Edwards get the win. Yeah. After that, this was great, man. We had a Violent by Design promo, and Eric Young was talking all about stories because he is, of course, Larson, the provocateur, the, the auteur. auteur. Yeah. <laughs> He's a generational filmmaker. Truly. <laughs> Anyways, he talks about stories, and he says next week the Briscoes are going to find out well, how their story goes. Hold on, goes. hold on, hold on. He, he went on a, a stretch. Let's talk about punctuation. He did. Yeah. About sometimes Some sentences, sentences end with a period, period, a question Some mark. Some end with a question mark. I'm like, well, that's a question. Is a question still a sentence or is it just considered a question? Well, I think a question <laughs> is still a sentence. Okay. But it makes it a question by ending with a yeah, question mark. A, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. Just making sure. Some end with exclamation point marks. Points. Points. Question mark. Anyways. He says Anyways, next yeah. week the Briscoes are going to find out how their particular story goes. He says, we're going to regain it all, the power, control, and the tag titles. Tonight, I take my rightful spot at the top of the mountain, the number one contender for the impact. And he totally did. He did that, too. He did do that. He did. Yeah. Uh, then we got Gail Kim. She, she came to the ring, announced Queen of the Mountain match for Slammiversary. She says that Tasha Steele is going to face Chelsea Green, Jordan Grace, Deanna Protson, as, about, as she's about to name the fifth competitor. Tasha Steele, Savannah Evans come to the ring. Um and uh, Tasha is like, hey, Gail, you're just mad because uh, I took the title uh, from someone of your era, Mickey James. You'll do anything to try to get this title off me. And I, I, she says, I know you're about to announce the final competitor, but I'm going to do that for you. And the final competitor is Savannah Evans. And Gail says, mm, no, all the former, all these competitors are former champs, so you're going to have to wait your turn, Savannah. The fifth competitor is Mia Yim. Mm-hmm. And Natasha is upset. She says, oh, look. You let someone else cut to the front of the line to get a shot at my title. And she says, if you want things to get personal, they can get personal. 
pretty much saying we can have a match. So yeah. Mia Yim hits the ring. Uh, she brawls with uh, Tasha and Savannah Evans. Deanna Prato comes out. She joins Tasha and, and Savannah in attacking Mia Yim. And then Jordan Grace and Ty Valkyrie come to the ring to make the save. They eventually clear the ring. Then it was announced that I think next week they're going to have a six-woman tag match. Mm-hmm. Good guys versus bad guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had a Rich Swan interview. He says, tonight's a huge opportunity. I'm a former champion, and I never got my rematch. He says, there's 19 other dudes in this gauntlet. They all want to be in the main event of Slammiversary, so it's not going to be easy. Then he talks a little bit of shit about Matt Cardona wanting the digital uh, media title. Mm-hmm. And he says, but tonight it's about the Impact title, and I don't care what I have to do or how long it takes. I'm willing to fight. All night long. All night. Uh, we had tag team action. We had Bullet Club members Jay White, LP, taking on Tomohiro Ishii in the Impact World Champion, Josh Alexander. It was a really fun bout. Yeah, this is a blast. Um, I'm happy to see that Jay White picked up on LP's thing. Mm. That being just scratching the back over and over again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that was good the stuff. The hallmark of LP doing all sorts of fancy stuff, jumping up and down off the ropes just to lead to a back scratch. Yep. Yeah, I wish Jay White would have picked up on the LP needs to go back to what worked for him before the loaded, loaded boot. boot. He did have some awesome shoes though. Volt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was great. Some no, Volt he's shoes. he's such a well branded wrestler. He really LP. is. He's he really great. is. He really is. Anyways, uh, he also uh, ended up on the bad end of a brain buster yeah. <laughs> from Ishii at the end of this match. But it was it was a wildly fun match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh Alexander hit Jay White with his finish to like take Jay White out of the last, I don't know, five minutes of this match pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Briscoe's promo, man. Uh, Mark says the tag titles are attracted to the... Wait, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, Mark said it's, he says it's magnetic. And he holds the tag title to his head. <laughs> And says, look, they're, they're attracted to us. It's science. <laughs> it's science. It was pretty funny. Oh, man. I sort of, I don't know what I was doing when I said, oh, it's the Briscoes. They're just going to talk some shit. And then I think I started looking at my yeah, phone. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. The Mark says, they are hilarious. They, they, are, they can't be pretty funny in their promo. So Mark says, yeah, some of the great, greatest tag teams in history have held these titles. And Jay says, uh, Violent by Design is cashing in the rematch next week. He says, this time we got to face Joe Doring. You it's think we'd be scared. First time. We're not. Fiction. Joe Doring. You're the one that should be scared. Uh, Joe Doring is scared of no man. Yeah. Uh, and then we had the gauntlet for the gold. Like we said, this took up a big chunk of the episode. And in fact, it was the main event. Yeah. Uh, so like everybody was in this match. 20, 20, 20 men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it ended with uh, Moose, Saban, Macklin, and Eric Young as your final four. But then the lights come down. They come back up. And Sammy Callahan's in the ring. Thumbs up, thumbs down. He attacks Moose with the lead pipe, sends Moose over the top rope. Saban drop kicks Macklin off the apron, uh, and then Eric Young and Chris Saban end up being the final two. Yeah, then Eric then Young Eric pins Young him wins. with uh, after a pile driver to get the win, and he's facing Josh Alexander at Slammiversary. Yeah, that'll Shape be, up to uh, be a fun show. That'll be a really fun show. That'll be a blast. Yep. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's talk about NXT UK. Man, we got to put 
We got at least for me, man. I I would I can think of two reasons oh, why put- match of the year candidate. Number one, I will guarantee this is the only match. Devlin versus Dragon of Two. Loser leaves town match. This is the only match of the year that we will see a brain buster on the top turnbuckle, Larson. Something you have been advocating for literally years, ever since yes. you've seen El Generico do it. Absolutely, absolutely. Another reason this match is noteworthy, apart from how excellent it was, is that this is one of the few times I've heard you root for Ilya Dragunov's opponent. I love Ilya Dragunov. I've always appreciated Jordan Devlin's character work and his, and his in-ring work. Mm-hmm. But, man, this this finish was one of the best finishes I've seen all year. It was a thrilling, thrilling finish with Devlin hitting his finish, Devlin's side, on Ilya. Ilya rolls towards the ropes, and Devlin grabs uh, – uh, he, he sort of pulls him back a little bit just to yeah. scotch. He grabs his arm off. He grabs his hand off the ropes, mm-hmm. and he and he he hooks the wrong leg, the yep. leg closest to the yep. insta to, to him, and Dragonov's able to get his leg up on the rope at the last second. Well, the ref doesn't see it in count three. That should be it. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're good guy, bad guy, what. That should be it. The mm-hmm. ref has made the decision. It's final. Well, out comes all of a sudden. Johnny Saint wants to show up, even though he's been nothing but a picture for two years sitting on Sid Scala's desk. So he comes ambling out, staring into the camera, and he has the refs restart the match. Yeah, and upset. this the last three minutes from really from, from that moment till the finish. Oh man, I was pulling he would Devlin was doing everything he could. He won this damn match. And then Ilya ends up pulling it out. Thrilling, thrilling finish. Yeah, it was all good stuff. Let's go back to that brain buster on the top turnbuckle, though, because that's really what we should be talking about. <laughs> Never thought I'd see that move in a WB ring. Sammy yeah. Zane's been under their employee for years. I don't believe he's done it once. Nope. It's probably more proof right there that no one in, uh, in, in Stamford, Connecticut, really pays attention to anything that's going on in no. NXT UK. I do wonder that you have to wonder if Sammy Zane catches wind of this, is he going to start petitioning Vince to, to hit UK? Maybe. Or petitioning to start doing it on main. I don't know. Yeah. Great spot. Brain buster in the top turnbuckle. Iliad like goes flying to the floor. Flying mm-hmm. to the floor. Oh man. Yeah. The actual bump going from the top was, yeah, was, was like, way worse than the, the brain buster on the top turnbuckle. It's your shoulder that hits the turnbuckle. Yeah, it was pretty cartoonish. It was pretty crazy. Anyways, let's go the, let's rewind to the beginning. <laughs> so we have a couple qualifying matches um for uh the tag team title. So we got two mm-hmm. uh Tag team bouts. Winners of those bouts will uh, be in a triple threat match against Mustache Mountain for the tag titles. So this was uh, Ashton Smith, Oliver Carter taking on the Coffee Brothers of Gallus. They're a mess. And they are an absolute mess. They're a mess coming into this. Early on, Joe tweaks his knee and Mark immediately is like, tag out, you're hurt, man. And Mm -hmm. Joe says, no, I'm fine. He gets isolated for like 20 minutes, it felt like. Yeah. He gets isolated forever. Um, eventually, he does get the hot tag to Mark. Mark goes on a run. Uh, they hit like a discus clothesline chop block combo uh, on Ashton Smith. Carter breaks up that pin, and then uh, he takes Mark out with a plancha. So Joe goes up top for a moonsault. Before he can even jump, his knee gives out. So then Smith hits him with a chop block, tags in Oliver Carter, uh, and they hit an assisted moonsault to get the win. 
Yeah, a little bit later we saw Joe Coffey. I'll just get to it now. Uh, he's leaving the venue, mm-hmm. and uh, and he gets a quick exit interview. He says, you know, I just wasn't good enough. He says, I need time for myself, some time away. I should be a better big brother. I disappointed myself, and I disappointed Mark. It was heartbreaking. It really was. It, it felt was. really heartfelt. Is he going to be uh, Rip Fowler? <laughs> so there's a trademark out there from WWE. Uh, for a character named Rip Fowler. Now, number one, Jordan Devlin is totally getting a name change. Yeah. So Jordan Devlin could be Rip Fowler. It's entirely possible. Uh, but uh, but also, dude, I'm telling you, man, Gallus. It could be Wolfgang. Wolfgang hasn't really been seen. Well, he hasn't. He wasn't seen last week. He or he was seen last week, not this week. Yeah, they had the press he was conference. Seen the right? press conference. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't around this week. Devlin could be Rip Fowler. I imagine Coffee will be. I imagine Gallus is probably going to stay in UK. But could you imagine instead of Butch and Ridge, if they just put Gallus with Sheamus, that would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. That would have been so good. I know. I know. It'd have been great. Anyways, uh, uh, next we had an A Kid interview. I don't know why he's there still. Why is he there? Did he get sent back? Why is he, he there? He got still? sent back. I, I thought he, he already lost back. to Tao Man, didn't he? That was his, that should have been his goodbye match. I thought what he was going. I see. You notice I got a little bit of a black eye here. Oh, still. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, because I punched myself. <laughs> Lacey, Lacey laughed at me because she knew what it was. I was like, man, I was I was trying to take a nap. I was laying in bed. It was the day I had that headache. Yeah. And I was like, I tried to pull. She was like, wait, you tried to pull the covers up, but they like hooked to the fucking other side of the bed. They just hook. I don't know how. It's like magnets or science or something. I don't know what it is. Science. It's like Mark Briscoe said. And she started laughing. She's like, yeah, that stupid comforter of ours just like hooks to the bottom. Of is the, it really the, heavy? Is it a heavy comforter? I don't Not really. Not like overly. Mm. But like once it gets on the bed, like it's 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 like extra gravity. I don't know what the deal you is. You don't have a weighted blanket, do you? No. Mm. So my hand like slipped off and I fight club to myself. Punch yourself. At least it wasn't in the ear. Tyler Durden over here. Um, so A-Kid says, after everything D-Familia has done to myself and XT UK, I asked for a Heritage Rules match against Charlie Dempsey. I'm like, dude, you lost Tailman already. You yeah. should be gone. Yeah, That's Charlie what, Dempsey's the lower the on the, he's lower on the, it's going to be a good match though. It's going to be a great match. I, want, I just don't know if A-Kid's got sent back to, to UK or not. It's distracting. What's his status is distracting me yeah. from how terrific of a wrestler he is. I know, I know. And the fact that he hasn't the been, entire in, hasn't been on 2.0 in weeks. The, the entire Heritage Rules match, I'm going to be sitting there thinking, what is this guy's deal? Is this his last match there? Is this? <laughs> that's all we're thinking. Is and then two weeks later, he's going to be back. He's have a match against uh, 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 the other guy. In Raja. Yeah, yeah, Raja. The other guy. I forgot his name for a moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's great because he is, he is kind of the other guy in D-Familia. <laughs> oh, man. So after that, we had Amelia McKenzie, Millie. She was uh, hanging out in the hallway somewhere, and she's – uh, asked a question. She, of course, she's her gimmick is Mako Stan, so she's yeah. asked about you know Mako's uh, defense in that dark match, uh, and she's uh, you know. Well, don't say dark again, match because it makes it sound like it's it wasn't aired. World, of, World darkness. of darkness. World match. of darkness. Man. Sounds like a Disney ride. Uh, so she's like, yeah, I think Mako's great. She's once again proved why she's a standard bearer here. And then Lash Legend comes up and says, shut up. <laughs> And Amelia's like, you know what? Ever since getting here, you've been kind of a jerk. But you haven't fought none. And Lash is like, I don't have time for you, nerd. Go outside. Uh, And then we had Nina Samuels versus Ivy Nile. 
This was great because Ivy Nile's awesome. Yeah, she is great. She is great. She had like some uh, like a head of scissors on Nina, and she was doing push-ups with these. Oh man, yeah. She was she was fairly dominant throughout this match. Finished saw she hit almost. I I don't know how to best describe it like a reverse DD. So she had like a dragon sleeper on Nina, but she, but Ivy was on the second rope, and then she mm-hmm. kind of flips over to hit like a cutter type thing. Yeah, right. And then follows that with the dragon sleeper to get the win. It was great. Oh, it was it was awesome. Ivy Nile. If 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 she's not a huge star in WWE on main roster within like a year mm-hmm. or two years, even mm-hmm. what are they I don't doing know over what there? they're even doing. What are what they, they doing? What are they even doing over there? Here's a dude who's going to be big. Damon Kemp. Mm-hmm. Damon. Uh, he says, "I didn't come to England to meet the Queen or eat crumpets. I came to learn the British style of wrestling." And he wants a match with Shaw Samuels. Yeah. Uh, then we got this pretty funny video package where Dave Mastiff and Jack Stars are kind of poking fun at D Familia. They're sitting around a table. They got mm-hmm. some wine, but they actually have food. Not only do they order food, there's <laughs> yeah. a, a, a platter of donuts there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, was, yeah. This was pretty funny. They were just goofing off. It was it yeah. was really funny. But they had like you know the grainy filter on it and the the footage the uh, the like mafioso type music. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had a Joe Coffee. Oh, that was when the Joe Coffee yeah, yeah. interview happened. Uh, after that, we had a, a little bit where Kenny Williams was doing his best Charlie Day from Always Sunny conspiracy theory bit, where he was just losing his mind over Tiger Turin, who is the masked weirdo. Uh, and then we had Jordan Devlin versus Ilya Dragunov for the title, and loser leaves town. Uh, like I said, man, this is just for me. This would be up there for match of the year candidate. Uh, it was just, it was just phenomenal. It was a pretty guys, spectacular bout. It really was. These guys are absolutely great, man. And Ilya sells like no. Ilya always looks like he's about to die in that ring. It's I know. great. I it know. is so good. I know he did a hell of a job selling the effects of that of that brain buster on the top turnbuckle throughout. Like even as after he won, he's there holding his neck. Oh, he could. Yeah, and it's great because you know how like. I, not a lot of people do this in wrestling, but you know how like when your neck is actually messed up, mm-hmm. it makes you stand weird. It does. Like yeah. you have to have you have a weird posture because everything else in your body is is affected by it. Yeah. And he was doing that. He was trying to hold the title, but he had like yeah. a weird posture. Yeah. And it's brilliant because usually people do this. They put their arm, their their hand on their yeah, neck. Yeah. Oh, this hurts. No, it messes you up. It so makes you, you look like Quasimodo. If you, if you if you pay attention to my posture. My right shoulder is higher than my left. Yeah, of my neck. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, totally. He, it does affect everything from your head down mm-hmm. if your if your mm-hmm. neck is jacked up. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we've got a questions thread here. Uh, this time we put it up at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. That's our channel. That's our and channel. And so every Friday now we're going to be putting the question threads up here on the YouTube. So make sure you're subbed. Make sure you have your notification turned on. And, hey, if you like the episode so far, do us a huge favor. Give us a thumbs up on this episode, uh, and we'll read some of these questions here. Fatboy95Mario says, Would you book more main event level wrestlers to win the U.S. and IC titles to elevate those belts, or is it better to keep the wrestlers at a level above those mid-card titles? So certain wrestlers, do you believe they should be above those titles, and there should be like, a, a level of wrestler at those times. You know, instead of having that kind of strict hierarchy for the titles, just have interesting stories being told with the titles and have them featured prominently and have people like value holding and winning those titles. I think that goes just as far in terms of making those titles feel valuable and important than having a main event guy hold them. 
Man, I always go back to John Cena with that U.S. title back in like, what, 2016, 2015, whatever mm-hmm, it was, mm-hmm. 2016, I think. Um, with his open challenge, people still reference the open yep. challenge all this time later. And, uh, and yeah, having Cena hold that U.S. title, as long as you're doing something interesting with it, he said, hey, this this title is the United States title. It's supposed to represent opportunity. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going to give. You know, people often reference the IC title as the workhorse title. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot of you could do a lot with those titles, mm-hmm. and uh, but sadly, I feel it seems like WWE thinks people shouldn't be going after those titles. They should all be aiming to go after the top titles, and uh, and and so you know, it's just they they don't do anything. With I know they don't do anything with them. Uh, yeah. Five holding seven. Uh, what would you guys uh, pop more for? WB bringing back Sandow to play Elias or Dan Matha being the Joker to face Samoa Joe. Oh, Dan Matha. Yeah. Dan Matha. Yeah. I, I, would, I wouldn't mind WWE bringing back Sandow. I think it'd be cool. But Dan Matha being the Joker to face Joe. Incredible. Would be it. it and here's the thing. That's, it's such a deep cut. Nobody. Because I, I didn't realize that that wasn't really a thing outside of our lore. Yeah, I know. But like when we brought it back up at some point, a lot of people were like, what are you talking about? What I is know. this Dan Matha I thing? Know. I know. It was yeah. great. They built him up for weeks. Yeah, it was great. It was Joe awesome. Joe wrecked him. Yeah. Wrecked him. Uh, Matt Doolittle, several years ago, you guys used Bobby Roode as a benchmark for botched NXT call-ups. Where would you rank him today? Still very high. I'm trying I'm, I'm to think. top, but he'd still be pretty damn high. For a time, up up until when it became obvious what they did with him, he was probably the top botched NXT call-up. At this point, you got to think that, like, I don't know. Somebody's probably surpassed him. Alistair Black, Alistair Black might be the worst. When all was said and done, man, maybe, maybe they really what what he brought to NXT and then what they did with him on main roster. That might be my might number be. one. It might be. Yeah, it might be. Uh, Deep voice, dude. If COVID never happened, what are the, some of the changes we'd see in the wrestling landscape? Uh, CM Punk would have come back earlier. I don't know if we'd have heel, heel Roman Reigns right now. That's a good question. I don't know that's if, a good, that's I don't a good know if head of the table yeah. Roman Reigns would ever happen. That's a good that's a that's a distinct possibility. Uh Daniel Hashmi. Uh the way WWE is pushing Braun Breaker, could you see him getting the Roman Reigns treatment from the fans? Oh, in terms of people turning on him? From the NXT fans, it's possible. Yeah. The NXT fans are very vocal and uh yeah, they they, they definitely don't like when they're being, you know, you sort of feel like you're being condescended to or something. I don't yeah, know what yeah, the deal yeah. is, yeah, you know. Yeah. No, I got you. Not got being you. listened to, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's a possibility. And then NXT, because it's such a small crowd. You hear everything. Like You hear everything. You hear everything. Yeah. And it's on TV, so. Yeah. Uh, Jason Lewis, does the rumored heat between MJF and Tony Khan change the confidence of him being in line for the AEW title? No. No. No, I think I think of anything that's something that Tony Khan can be like, "Hey, look, I'm about to make you the face of the company. We're going to see where that goes." I wonder if it's sort of a Tony Khan's like, "Hey, see how this plays out." And MJF's like, "I want it now." Nah, who knows? I have no idea. I yeah, don't, I don't know, know, but wouldn't surprise me. Uh Camo Cam, should WWE ever have a Money in the Bank match for tag teams? I don't necessarily think they'd have a Money in the Bank. It'd be cool if they had something like a tournament. An annual tournament 
to determine number one contender? Do something special for the tag for the tag team division. Look, you know when when Seth had that contract that he kept on threatening yeah, yeah. to cash in with. Yeah, you don't need money in the bank. Do your own thing. But I think uh, something with a similar concept, I think, would be great. Yeah. But I don't want. But then you end up with a Money in the Bank pay per view with like three Money in the Bank matches. Yeah, no, that's like the whole show. It's overkill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Andrade Avila, uh, do you see anything in the future for Velveteen Dream? Uh, No, I don't. Mm -hmm. I do not. Uh, F Pop, would it work if Reigns faces Orton at Money in the Bank with stipulation that if Randy wins? that RK bro gets a title shot at the Usos. No, because if Randy's facing Roman, he's going to want those titles. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Blake Whitehouse, who will give hook his first singles loss? Wow. It'll be a big name. Mm-hmm. It'll be like, if he comes up against like a Wardlow. Yeah. You know, or, even like even I don't I didn't even think a Lance Archer would get it done. No, I don't think it, that it'd be would like happen. MJF having to cheat to win. You know. Yeah, yeah. They get, they get all they get a bunch of heat for beating. You know. The internet's fair. You know who it could be. You know who it could be hmm. to get huge heat. Miro. Yeah. I could see yeah. it being Miro. Yeah. Um, because it doesn't it that doesn't hurt Hook that much. Miro's a monster. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, Nubinco, what's next for Oscar after her feud with Becky? Hopefully, uh, something good. Hopefully, a feud with Bianca over the title. No, oh, that'd be cool. I mean, Oscar cool. wouldn't wouldn't win, but at least it'd be some really good matches. Give me heel Oscar. Yeah, I know. Like a vicious Oscar. Uh, Nikhil, who will hand Cody his first loss? Is coming back to WWE if Seth doesn't do it. Probably Roman. Yeah, I could see it being Roman. Yeah. Um, who should White Brownie as of right right now? Who do you think should win Money in the Bank for both men and women? Cody and Bailey. The yeah, those are those are really good answers. I can't come up with better ones. Maybe like I don't know Cody and Charlotte, but I think Bailey'd be better, much mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Um, and if if Bailey said, "Hey, WrestleMania," you know. Mm-hmm. Instead of the the cat, because she's going to be a face when she comes back. Probably, yeah, yeah. Uh, David Matushek, if a certain wrestler that you like does not pull a heel or face turn that you want to see, what would be the first words coming out of your mouth? Be well, you know, David's probably here for our lives. It's like what? <laughs> Bummer. What? what? Why would they do that? It's always why would they do that? I know, I know. That's usually <laughs> what we say. Why would they? Why do would that? they do that? Oh, why would they? Do it's that? weird. Why would they do that? Uh, Gustavo, what will be Devlin's new name now that he's likely going to 2.0? Did we come up with, did we decide on a name yesterday? Hibernia Man. Oh, that's right. I was looking so Alba Fire. Alba's another name. It's like, I don't know, an old school name for Scotland. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for an old school name for Ireland. Ireland, other names. And I swear Hibernia was one of them. The Emerald Isle, the land of saints. Oh, here we go. Yeah, Hibernia. That's oh, one of them. Yeah, maybe. O- Oxygea? <laughs> His name should be Aaron Hibernia because Aaron is one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron Oxygea. That's a terrible name. Yeah, it is. That is. That's uh, just an awful name. 
Hall of Shame asked if we can review Heroes of Wrestling. The Notorious show. Is that the one with Funk? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> with Jake Roberts? Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Nah, probably not. Probably not. I don't know. I think some of our retro reviews, we've talked about it. We're going to start. We're going to bring back like monthly countouts. Remember yeah. We used to do the top 10 podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because the King of the Ring one, look, from at, cer- at a certain point, you got to look at the business. And that King of the Ring 96 one, I thought that was going to do well because, like, too. come on. I you know. get to hear Phil McDonald do his Stone Cold well, impression. I mean, we just came off WrestleMania and Stone Cold was back and he had the match. I thought we of excitement about that. No, it, didn't, yeah. it didn't turn out that way at all. So, what you had a great idea for that because we're going to do a count out May 20 something or another because uh, I'm going to be from the upcoming Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, probably what top 10 shocking departures or something along those lines. Yeah, like because Cody and then now Kota Bushi mm-hmm. leaving probably New Japan. Mm hmm. Uh, I think there's a lot of good good stuff we could talk about yep. there. Yep. Uh, so, anyways, thanks everybody for watching. We appreciate it. Uh, it's Friday. Pfft, that's it. I might do. I might do like a stream tonight at MFC here. Oh, I we didn't got, do we got GTA at three. Oh, GTA's at three. That's right. Three to four thirty. You got You got to bounce before three to four thirty. All right. Yeah, because I got to get Bama. Um, so we got that live for everybody. And then I don't know, maybe maybe later night I'll do something over at Twitch. Maybe sometime this weekend. I don't think I got anything going on this weekend. No. Well, anything going on this weekend? Nothing major. Okay, cool. Right on. Anyway, so I might do that. Thanks for watching, everybody. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.